Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Raw and the Cooked, your home for cooking inspiration plus raw and honest book reviews. Episodes alternate between my two passions, maintaining a simple and efficiently run kitchen and keeping up with this year's hottest books. I hope after each episode, you take away a new idea for your kitchen or a new book recommendation. I'm your host, Dara Boxer, and I'm so glad you're here. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Raw and the Cooked. Today, I am sharing my favorite books, fiction books, that I read last year in 2022. I'm sharing 13 with you because I couldn't narrow it down to 10. So uh, without further ado, let's just dive right in. So number one is A Line to Kill by Anthony Horowitz. I love Anthony Horowitz. I have read a handful of his books, and they are all just absolutely fantastic. His novels are clever, punchy, and just very well written. A Line to Kill happens to be the third in the Hawthorne's Daniel series. Uh, You don't necessarily have to read the other two before you read this one, uh, but I do recommend it just because I would always recommend Anthony Horowitz. Number two, Finley Donovan is Killing It by L. Cosiamano. It is a very cute novel. It's a mom who's strapped for cash, going through a divorce, and accidentally stumbles into the profession of an assassin, which is ridiculous, but it's kind of adorable. I liked it, but not quite enough to read the sequel that came out recently. Number three is Razorblade Tears by S.A. Cosby. This is a very dark and very heavy novel. It is about the unlikely friendship that forms between two men. Uh, Their sons happen to be married and were murdered. The leads have dried up and the police have sort of given up. So the men take it into their own hands to go ahead and avenge the murder of their sons. Very heavy, but it is really good. Number four, Commonwealth by Ann Patchett. Ann Patchett is just a beautiful, perfect writer. And this is actually my second go with Commonwealth. I read it a couple of years back and it's one of those books that just sticks with you for years afterwards. At least that's just like what my, my like soul feels with this book. It's just so good. So I re-listened to it and again, had the same like beautiful emotional response that I had uh, all those years ago when I read Commonwealth. I would always recommend and patch it to you. Number five is The Plot by uh, John Hoff Cortels. I'm definitely butchering that name. So this book, The Plot, got a bit of hate on Goodreads, but I really loved it. I thought it was very clever and very well done. I was able to guess the twist, which I think really bothered a lot of people um, after skimming through some reviews. Um, So I was able to guess the twist, uh, but not quite the details of how or why, but I did guess the who. Uh, I think it's very, very well done. So give it a go if you have the time. Number six is The Book of Cold Cases by Simone St. James. I really enjoy Simone St. James and her novels. Uh, They keep me guessing until the very end, and they're always very enjoyable. Number seven is The Lincoln Highway by Amor Tolls. And oh my goodness, this book made me nostalgic for a time when I wasn't even alive. It's set in June of 1954, and it made me want to build a time machine and just never return. Very, very enjoyable. Number eight is The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. 
It's about a group of four retirees who take on cold cases on Thursdays. It's hilarious. It's just so cute and very enjoyable. Though I haven't read any of the sequels to this, I think there are two that have been released since the Thursday Murder Club. Um, They are on my list, but there's always a huge backup at the library, so I'll just take my time, put myself on a wait list, and enjoy some other novels until then. Number nine is The Chicken Sisters by KJ Del Antonia. It's very cute. Um, It was really hard not to like this book. If you're into food and you enjoy a good old family rivalry, this one is probably for you. Number 10 is Dark and Shallow Lies by Ginny Meyer-Sane. Magic and mysticism set in the depths of Louisiana. It was just a great book. Um, My memory of this, I was 40 plus weeks pregnant uh, with terrible insomnia, eating cold Chinese food takeout in our playroom at four in the morning while I read the entire, the entirety of this book. So that's just my memory, just like binging on like cold Chinese food, incredibly pregnant at like an ungodly hour. So yeah. And number 11 is Carrie Soto is back by Taylor Jenkins Reid and give me TJR any day. I love her books. I really need an entire episode here about my top five TJR books and Carrie Soto is back is definitely one of them. Beautiful book. And if you like tennis, uh, this is definitely for you. Number 12, The Good Sister by Sally Hepworth. So I am adding this to my list, even though I didn't like love it. I had a lot of issues with it as I do with a lot of Sally Hepworth novels. However, just, just like all of her other books, which I find like incredibly annoying, but also they're impossible to put down. So yeah, those two things do exist simultaneously in a book. Just don't love it yet. Really hard to part with. So I am adding the good sister to this list. And last but not least, we have Eight Perfect Murders by Peter Swanson. I've read a handful of Peter Swanson novels. Um, I really enjoy him as an author um, because I I keep coming back for more. Uh, But all of his plots are a little far-fetched, like a little too, like that's not like a, that doesn't actually happen in reality, but that's fine. And, And that goes for this book as well. But as always, and what keeps me coming back for more Peter Swanson, it's just how well done and enjoyable and like light and easy it is for a murder. So yeah, there you have it. Just, you know, yet another Peter Swanson that you're just like, that, that's not, that, that's not real, uh, but well done. So yeah, those are, those are my 13, uh, favorite fiction novels that I read in 2022. I'm going to list all of them in the show notes just so you can have a comprehensive list. Um, If you're doing dishes, laundry, driving, not with your, uh, you know, pen and and a paper or however you look up books. Well, I guess no one would do it with pen and paper, but you know what I mean? If you don't have time to like look them up at the moment, you can always just go back in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to list them all there for you uh, so you can enjoy. And I hope that your reading is off to a really great start. I am almost done with Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by I think Gabrielle Zelvin so good, so bingeable, just impossible to part with. So that is uh, one of the novels I'm reading. And the other is A Sea of Tranquility by Emily St. Mandel. Is that how you say her name? Um, another really fantastic sci-fi novel that I'm very much enjoying. And I'm excited to update you when I finish uh, so we can have a more comprehensive, uh, in-depth 
book review uh, episode. But in the meantime, I thought I would go ahead and share with you what everyone else has done, which is their top, you know, 10, 20, whatever books that they read the past year. So I know I am like a month and some odd days too late for this. We're already in February. Uh, My God, where did the uh, first month of the year go? But anyway, um, thank you guys for tuning in today and I will see you back here next week. Have a great day.